WBWZ, New Pulse, Poughkeepsie. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Go and tell your brother. The family tree, Michael and Stephen, brothers. It's the Colvin Brothers player. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. Watch it, buddy. So... What did your brother do to you? Why did I take this gig again? How you doing? This is Roosevelt Colvin. With six, you get Edgar and the Colvin brothers on C93. <laughs> yes. I think that'd be more of a fact. It wasn't really fun. Number six for Colvin. I'm going to wipe the floor with you, Woody. Gretzky. Colvin Brothers. Ash Brown Comedy. on Z93. It's Colvin Brothers on Z93, and this portion of the best of the Colvin Brothers is sponsored by Mahoney's Irish Pub. Yes, you can check us out any night of the week. I'm usually there, but not all the time. And I tell you something, summer means fun and great specials. Mahoney'sIrishPub.com, great specials, and hopefully very soon, the Colvin Brothers will be back on your menu. The, the best, best of the, the Colvin, Colvin Brothers. Brothers. All right, this is Feldman in the booth with the rally burp. <laughs> So, uh, Bryce uh, recently got a pool. Yes, and uh, it was by happenstance. I had a, uh, an electrical problem, so my electrician is actually my boss's son-in-law. I'm his son-in-law, uh, Dan Fox, and I need him to come over here to, to, to do something to get uh, where her filter's going to go re- rejiggered. So while he was doing that, I, I was like, all right, Bryce, we're going to put your pool together today. This was two Sundays ago. And, I mean, even when, when I was healthy, I was pretty useless with this stuff. I just sat there like a dope. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. So he fixes what he had to fix with the power got that up and running and like takes pity on me and basically put the whole pool together it, it still would not be put together so i owe bryce's summer to dan fox great great guy the same joke that i gave bryce uh i gave to tanner yeah because and, and this was i think a couple weeks ago right before memorial day the joke was welcome to our ool notice there's no p in it ah. so i told that to tanner and you know at, at my in-laws memorial day barbecue you know when all the cousins were there mm. All the little kids. There's about 20 kids that are floating in the pool, you know. And and of course, I started throwing Tanner in the pool, and uh, you know they started lining up. So I couldn't feel my arms for three days after that because oh, I because sure. I was literally throw. I was you know I was showing off. Yeah. But this one kid comes up to me. I go, I'm only going to throw you if you know who I am. He's like, I think you're Mr. Gas. And Tanner just starts dying laughing because oh, anything great. that has to do with toots. Um, but yeah, we said the same joke. And when we're talking about not peeing in the pool. I can't remember the last time that I, that I peed in somebody's pool, probably when I was a kid. But when we were down in Tampa, we went to uh, Albert's bachelor party. Mm-hmm. We went in the ocean. It was me, Woody, uh, Andy, and Albert. Now, to get off the ocean, to go through the beach, to go through the pathway, to get back up to our room, that's a long walk. So I said, guys, just give me a minute. So I just you know swam over to the side. Did a little, you know, a little pee over there, and I then think we're it's good okay to go. To stay, you, you, can, you can take a leak in the ocean. How about you, Raz? You ever go in a uh, public body of water? I, I don't do oceans. You don't? I don't that, do oceans. Is that because of the, the shellfish? It's a Jewish thing? Yeah, you know, I just don't like, you know, I don't know. It just creeps me out, so I just uh, I skip what oceans. You, I'm sure that you've got a story. Oh, i got tons of stories, but, you know, parents are just like, no, you can't go in the pool for like 20 minutes after you eat. Oh, yeah. All that stuff yeah, stories. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right, the heck. They're upstairs talking on the phone. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to the pool. Ah. I feel much better now, that's kid. It, <laughs> we jumped in Woody's pool. We went to go visit a couple of years ago. Uh, and, you know, we're, we, at least my in-laws, they have, like, the, the heater. So when you go in there, it's not, like, ice cold like our house was back in the day. Oh, that pool was always freezing. So nobody warned us. And Woody had to know, but Woody's a man of few words. Albert jumped in Woody's in-ground pool 
and he literally shrieked. It was like ice cubes. Because the water oh, yeah. and never saw the sun. It was probably about the temperature of your house in Connecticut in the winter. So, <laughs> all right, like touche. About 58 degrees, touche. Oh, something wow. about that. Yes, yes, yes. Steven, Steven keeps his heat at 55 like our mother. Oh, man. Anyway, that's about true. 20 years ago or so, but maybe more than that now. Um, in the late 90s, got together with uh, Vito Petrosino. Coop and I wrote this, and it's, a, it's an ode to all the kids that may or may not be leading a pee in your old this uh, coming summer. For the Coleman Brothers on Z93. Through barbecue and invited everyone on my block. The sun was hot, the pool was full, and the beer cooler, it was stopped. It was 3 p.m. I was wet with sweat and decided to jump in. To my surprise, I realized I was swimming in urine. I said, hey, you, don't pee in my pool. Hey, you, you know it ain't cool. Hey, you, don't pee in my pool. Don't blow your nose. Even truly my pool, baby <laughs> The kids have been in the water so long Their skin is getting pruned and wrinkled You can't tell me in all that time Not one of them had to tinkle <laughs> For the past four hours A little brats have swam and splashed and played Now my pool looks like it's full of country time lemonade I said, hey, hey you, you, don't pee in my pool Hey, hey you, you, you know it ain't cool Hey, hey you, you, don't pee in my pool Don't blow your nose or even drool in my pool, baby of the Colvin Brothers. The best part about growing up summers at Hatch Lake was cruising in my 17-foot Thompson yellow jacket and checking out all the scantily clad young ladies sunbathing on the docks. I only had one thing on my mind, but ZZ Top said it best. Give me all your love 
This is Bob and you listen to the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Go Renegades. Quack. The Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five? Five. 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 On Z93. Colvin Five this week. This is Woody. You know, our weather guy. Wait, wait, wait. Woody? Our traffic guy. Hold on a second. How's that that song go? Woody. He's a Woody. And he knows who he is. Shout out to Yankee, who's the originator of that song. But Woody, because he would always come to my house, would sing the song. (laughs) And everybody would look at us and we're like, you know what? This is going to be the Woody song from the now on. But uh, yeah, sports movie villains. Woody participated, said, how about this kid one day during his job? Uh, I think he was probably on YouTube and he said uh, sports movie villains, whatever you want to call it. Now, there's a lot of them that are out there and we've got a great five from the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. Jack Parkman. He was uh, the gentleman that was in Major League Two. I don't know, a couple years ago. I think, I only, saw the fr- I think I only saw the first one. I'm not really big on sequels. The only time I really enjoyed a sequel was probably Lethal Weapon 2 and 3. Yeah, Lethal Weapon was strong. I think there was even a fourth one with yeah. uh, Chris Rock. Uh, but yeah, so Jack Parkman was in Major League Two. He was like the villain. He was on uh, the White Sox. And I think he was on the Yankees, but he was traded to the Indians in the, in the middle part of the story. Uh-huh. The whole reason why he was a villain was because um, the Wild Thing, which was Charlie Sheen, mm-hmm. um, he lost all of his stuff. He kind of went Hollywood after the first movie. Okay. Thought, he thought his uh, stuff didn't stink, mm-hmm. so he stopped throwing <laughs> the heat, and he stopped throwing with uh, the same velocity and cared more about Hollywood than anything they kind of grew up with. That was a storyline of part two. Right. So, you know, of course, uh, spoiler alert, in the end, he strikes out Jack Parkman to end the, the end of the movie. Well, if I'm going to go with a sports villain. I'm going to go with something that's absolutely brand new, and it's the previous owner of the Lakers before Jerry Buss took over. He was a complete a-hole, and uh, you know he's clearly going to be the villain of that series. I, I give it nothing but the highest marks. Speaking of Major League 18 at number 5, while I do love Bring It On, brr, it's cold in here, there must be some Toros in the atmosphere. I'm going to have to say Gene Gerard, Shake It, Bake, Ricky Bobby. And uh, that was from, yeah, Ricky Bobby with, was that, Will Ferrell? Daytona Nights or something? Talladega Nights. Talladega That wasn't bad for me, uh, yeah. to, having not seen that. That was a pretty good pull. I thought she was going with Major League because originally I was thinking it was the, I forgot what her name is, but uh, I think uh, uh, RJ kind of threw that in there as well. Mm. And then nobody said Johnny Lawrence. I thought Yay Team would say Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence, everyone hated him in Karate Kid. He didn't become a good guy or an anti-hero until Cobra Kai. Which, of course, we're going to get yet another season later this year. Denver Darren, you're going to have to help me out with this. He got Bolo Young. It was a writing candidate. Do you know what that's from? Um, I think it's like a John Claude Van Damme movie. Oh, okay. Uh, Bloodsport, maybe, or one of those? I, 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 I wouldn't know. It's not my genre. Number three, leave it up to RJ to find something extremely obscure. I couldn't even find out what this guy's from, but uh, Major Carl Von Steiner. If you don't know it, I don't know it. Nobody knows I it. I think he had a role in a movie called Escape to Victory, but <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe RJ owns that on Betamax. RJ does have a bizarre taste. Number two, our good friend D.O.T. Taylor. This almost was the number one answer, but uh, got beaten out. Clubber Lang. Now, you can pontificate on Clubber Lang. He killed uh, Carl Carl Weathers. What was his name in the the Rocky movie? Apollo Creed. He killed Apollo Creed, man. Mm -hmm. I pity the fool. It was Mr. T. And what was great about this, it was... uh, Rocky Part 3, and there was a gentleman in the movie called Thunderlips, because Rocky had to fight a wrestler. That wrestler was Hulk Hogan, brother. Hey, Bryce, let me tell you something, dude. You be playing that tablet in the corner like you're part of this station, dude? Well, get on the microphone and tell me what you got, bro. Uncle Bob, is your name Steven? Ah, <laughs> she got you. That's a sick burn. She learned her lesson. The big closer. Big closer. Lewis Chu and Woody. Woody. Ivan Drago. That's, again, another Rocky villain, right? I must crush you. That was the, the Russian, so it's fantastic. Ties into current events. Yeah, it was uh, the guy. That, and then a year later, he played He Man. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. oh, so, the, so you liked him in that one? I uh, know. The He Man movie was horrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the Golden Five, folks. While the Golden Brothers are getting their annual bodies waxed, 
it's Denver Darren taking over the show. I gotta give a shout out to the Colorado Avalanche for winning the Stanley Cup, a team that went from dead last to champions in five years. Here's Mystery Achievement on Z93.
twice, because here comes Quizmaster Bryce. Hey, that's me! With the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Ah, uh, yes, just like the OB said, the Quizmaster's here. You ready to do this, Bryce? Let's get to it, Pop. <laughs> She's very blunt these days. Is, is this uh, something with Father's Day in it? Yeah, it's going to be a TV dad. So okay. what Bryce is going to give you the name of the dad. You have to come up with the show. This goes back... 50, 60 years, because I don't really watch TV. So I was like, the, the, from the corners of my mind, I was like, what do I know? And uh, Bryce is going to pass on her knowledge. Uh, you've got your buzzers. Whoever gets in first will answer. And if we, uh, and if neither of you get it, the phone a friend is my brother, Stephen. Are you yeah, ready? You guys get one phone a friend for this contest. Bryce, give out the first clue. Cliff Oxable. I believe Raz got in there first. No, that was Woody. Was it Woody? Okay. Yeah. That's right, kid. He's got to go... The Cosby. Oh, I love the Cosby oh, show. If you watch closely, you can actually see Bill Cosby getting some on set. Oh man, Alicia All Rashad. Right. Number two. Archie Bunker. Don't all jump in at once. Married with children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raj, you want to steal it? Steal. Oh, why don't uh, you stifle it, Edith? No point, no point. Sorry, it oh, was uh, all, all of the family. family. Now, was there a spinoff with him in it, too? We would have also accepted Archie Bunker's place. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're moving on to number three. Howard Cunningham. Hey. Woody. 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 Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> it's 2 nothing, Woody. Ward Cleaver. Oh, Raz. That would be Leave It to Beaver. And Ward was a little hard on the Beaver last night, wasn't he? He, he was. Yes, he was. Indeed. I think right behind Michael, there's a pin. One of my first gag gifts to you. Uh, the Cleavers, right? The Cleavers. Wally, Beaver, and Eldridge. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my first gag gifts of all time. Legendary. Okay. All right. Two to one, Woody. Here's one that's near and dear to my heart. Mike Brady. Razzle dazzle. The Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch? Wow, yeah. we got a tie game now, don't yeah, we? That was a softball. Nice, nice job. 2 I had 2. I'm throwing in there because you never know. This is a favorite of the Sizz. Phil Dumphy. Woody! Gotta have this one, no doubt. I'm gonna sing it. Charles in charge of our days and, and our, our nights. But it wasn't that. That would be incorrect. <laughs> Raz, you wanna try to take it? Phil Dumphy. I think I'm gonna call my friend. All right. Sizz. Phone a friend? The correct oh. answer is. Modern Family. Modern Family. There you go. One of the few shows in the past 20 years I actually watched. But I did like seeing that song, though, Woody, so that was good. So I don't even know where we are with points. So now. No, Raz just took a lead with your phone up right yeah, now. Yeah, Raz is 3-2. Three, 3-2 two. Two for Raz. Here comes uh, question number seven. Uh, Woody. Uh, Woody's light went on first. I'm watching oh, from no, this no, angle. Woody, 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 you got it. Married with children. Married, married with children. children. I know we get him in there somewhere. Yeah, you know that song too, Woody? Love and family, love and... No, that's not the right oh, words. Oh, okay. Back to All you right. guys. We're getting <laughs> love and marriage or something like that. We're getting that move. We're getting that show back. All right, number eight. Ray Barone. Ray Barone. That's a tough one. Oh, wow. Woody. Everybody loves Raymond. For- hey! Good job, Woody. I, I never watched that show. Number nine. Stephen Keaton. Raz. Family ties. Family ties. Family ties. All right. Raz is a 4-3. One question left, right? Yeah, he actually already won, but we're going to go to number 10 because it's fun. All right. Herman Monster. Raz. I'm going to go with the Cliff Cleveland answer of... Someone who has not ever been in my kitchen. That'll work because you already won the contest. You two Utes. That was the Munsters and Fred Gwynn. Great job on that. Oh, Raz How about won. Raz? Oh, first time in a quiz and you took it all, baby. What do you, you think about getting beat by Raz? See you in two months, kid. <laughs> the best of the Colvin Brothers. This is Yay Teen taking over the Colvin Brothers show on Z93. We know who really runs the show, just like at karaoke. It's me.
Hey, it's the best of the Coleman Brothers live, but not live, recorded on tape in the uh, PA booth here at Hudson Valley Renegades, home of the Sizz. Yeah, we're at Duchess Stadium. You know, you started here in 94, I think, with uh, with Zoles doing, what, the t-shirt toss? Uh, yeah, we used to get, like, a, a slingshot and, like, shoot shoot kids in the face with them. And then I came around 1999, and then we switched it up. We put a water balloon in a paper towel, and then, the, you know, like, the mom thought she was going to get the, the t-shirt splashed right in the face. Yeah, so we used to do it to Rock and Steve and make him cry. Hold on, let me announce a batter. All right, it's called Raider Batter with Sizz. The second baseman, number 22, Brandon Fryman, number 22. Is that the J-Man? Make sure you get your tickets at hvrenegades.com, the official sponsor here at Z93. We put, we put all the games on the air. So if you didn't know that, Z93HV.com, you can listen away or home. Did you know that? What I like about it is that even when we get bumped off the air by the Renegades, you still get paid. And Belize Jewelers is a sponsor here at the Renegades, and we have them as a sponsor. And then we also have Mahoney's, Mahoney'sIrishPub.com. Check them out. What are we doing on uh, Monday? We're pulling out wires with uh, what's-his-face? I think that's uh, that's the plan, yes. All right, talk to everybody else on the booth. So they all right, we got, we got Feldman over here. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over and use your good eye. Dave V, how come you don't do radio? I have the face for radio. I don't have the voice for radio anymore. You know what I'm saying? Oh, your voice does sound good. I, you know, I grew it myself. Put, put on the blue vest and you'll be rocking. That's the truth. You invite me on any time and I'm there with you, brother. Is this Zolz's clone? This guy looks just like young Zolz. <laughs> <laughs> looks like that baseball card my brother posted today. Long time ago, baby. All right, we are the Colvin Brothers. Here's more from the best of on Z93. My problem is they're so concerned about people watching baseball Getting that audience back, watch it. Why are you making it so damn difficult to to different uh, all these things that people are just going to be like, I, I don't have time to do this. Well, the, the, the funny thing too with ESPN is, so they have like their new broadcast team, which they took David Cohn from. David Cohn's a really good analyst. He's terrible. You don't like David Cohn? David Cohn is a bore. The Yankee broadcast stinks. No, you want to <laughs> no, no, no. absolutely? Now, now it's coming. No, no, no. Now it's coming out. I was hey. waiting. Michael well, you know, K Susan. blows. <laughs> all they care about, do uh, you know what they, they all do on the Yankee broadcast? Well, no, it, we it's don't. It's all statistics. Oh, the exit velocity. Who gives a flying rat's ass about exit velocity? Do you watch and, Ron Darling and Keith Hernandez go back and forth? It's hilarious. No, it's they boring. hilarious. No, Keith, not no. talking you about know what? exit velocity. You velo. cannot talk to a Yankee fan. No. Because you know what? You're trying to back up things. I'm not, I'm not I'm crapping on the popcorn. Mets. They stink. I'm no. I'm not saying you are. The broadcast, the Mets broadcast, you are, you are. is the best in New York City. Best in baseball. Best in baseball. And you guys, Michael K. Just sits. He's a big bore. How do you not like David, David Cohn, though? Cohn. I don't. I don't. Never met. Is the it man, because so he won a World Series with us and not you? It has nothing to do with all that. Right. I think he's boring. I just think he's boring. That's all. You guys he have Todd Zeal. Nothing. Come on, you got Beltran Todd Zeal. Is, I think Beltran's going to be a great analyst. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Now you're now you're do definitely nope. punking me. Not because punking Beltran's you horrible. Right, he's Michael? Not I, I thought I was listening to Bad Bunny talking. I think he's going to he's going to end up doing very well. And if you get people that are interesting around Michael K, Michael K be interesting. But Michael that but I agree with you on that point. I wasn't a Michael K fan until you put Paul O'Neill on one side. You put David Cohn on the other, and they were just having one after another I making love fun Paul of Kay. I think yeah. Paul O'Neill is excellent, but you know, kick Cohn to the curb. He oh, stinks. Man, I love Cohn. He's awful. This is this is hurtful. Well, we are twenty nine and nine. I lost track. You know what? Yankees I, are doing. Yankees and Mets are bringing life to New York sports again. I say it all the time. It's. I think it's it's better when both teams are good. Absolutely. Stephen doesn't agree. Though. I got. I, <laughs> no, I don't buy that. I, one thing I'll tell you. I'm a Mets fan, and I'm not a Yankee hater. I am. I like the Yankees. I I root for the Yankees when I watch them. I grew up a Yankees fan. 
I became. But, a, but, but but then Mantle retired. Yeah, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, you I don't know, hate the Mets, Michael. There's... I met you a long time ago. I met your brother a little after that, but he was a youngster. Mm-hmm. He never knew a bad Yankee team. No. No, He's so spoiled. Yeah. Well, no, no, Steven, come on, no, Michael, come Michael, on. no, no, I, I, come I, on, Mel Hall, Jesse Barfield, Andy Stankowitz, come on, Alvaro Espinosa was our shortstop. I saw a lot of that crap. And you know what my father would say to me? Say, we're turning on Bob Murphy today because the Yankees suck right now. <laughs> he would only care what Manley <laughs> did the night before because who else did you have? Baseball game than Bob Murphy. Yeah, Bob Murphy was great. It's a beautiful day for baseball. Beautiful day, cumulus clouds outside. Was that Butch Husky? That hook of butter. Benny Agbayati. Anyway, this is the whole reason I wanted you guys up here. We are the Colvin Brothers on Z93. This is DLT Taylor taking over the Colvin Brothers show on Z93. When I take over, I bring the comedy. You want to pick up some dead animals on the parkway? Well, check this out. I can't believe the deer today Drive 65 and they don't get out of the way From Mole and Friends Get Random and iHeartRadio and wherever else you get your podcasts from. Coven Brothers are being detained in Russia at the moment, so screw it. It's a mole in one on Z93. Here's Flies in the Vaseline by Stone Temple Pilots. You know, in, uh, in case you need a filling, I'm available.
Colvin Brothers want to ensure you don't turn into Brickman this Independence Day. Somebody stop by Kmart's. I need a matching Hawaiian shirt for my bathing suit. Well, there's a reason they went out of business. Your cousin is vegan. Oh, let her graze in the backyard. Offer her an impossible potato. Leave the jarts lawn darts in the garage. I just ran out of waivers. No, but by all means, let them play with the high-powered slingshots. Not sure what's in the second freezer, but cook it anyway. Ignore the expiration dates. Those are just suggestions anyway. The boat parade kicks off the weekend. Hopefully, they all appreciate our Lady Liberty theme. It ain't your skirt they're trying to look up. What dance was popular in 1776? Independence. And here's where I check out. We found some cherry bombs in Grandpa's attic. Have the kids light those at dusk. <laughs> as soon as Cousin Eddie finds his fingers. Where's the Pepto? Eight chili dogs wasn't the best idea. If you can get past Aunt Ethel, it's all yours, baby. Anybody have time for a Betsy Ross joke? You don't have to turn into Breckman this Independence Day. How about if we watch the fireworks show instead of recording it? Keep listening to the Colvin Brothers. We can help. Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse in Poughkeepsie is the official sponsor of the Colvin Brothers Show here on Z93. And if you're looking to host your private party, Mahoney's has two great options. The vast room can hold parties from 30 to 200 people. The room gives you privacy for meetings, holiday parties, rehearsal dinners, retirement parties, and so much more. Then there's the Clotter Room, ready for your next party, accommodating up to 85 people, featuring your own bar and dance floor. Book your next event today. Call Pat at 471-7026 or visit Mahoney'sIrishPub.com. Hi, this is Mark Schaller, a.k.a. Dantana, the voice of the Hudson Valley Renegades. You're listening to Z93, Classic Rock Z93, the home of the Hudson Valley Renegades, the proud affiliate of the New York Yankees, and, of course, the Coleman Brothers, Sizzlin' Steve and Mad Mike. Classic Rock Z93. The Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five? Five. 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 On Z93. What did you do as a child that would be considered dangerous today? So we have a guest in the studio. We'll kick off with Sean. What, what did you do that was... Uh, we should point the out day. the fact that we know Sean because <laughs> we always we always reference Gold Road like every show, uh-huh, and yeah. you lived on Brothers Road. Mm-hmm. So the reason we know you is because you were technically a neighborhood kid. You're actually we're gonna get into this later. You were better friends with our uh, our brother Christopher. Well, he was mm-hmm. first friends with yeah, Christopher. That's, yeah, early on, and yeah. Stephen snagged you, which is what he does. <laughs> mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm. they, you know, that's so. It, it, there's kind of like a, a you know a triangle tie in here, which I love. Well, you know what? I wasn't I wasn't the guy that was mowing lawns back then. That was Sean. Christopher and Brian O'Hara. I don't know if you ever heard this story. They had the, you had your own business. Did, did yes. you guys like put flyers in people's mailboxes? Yes. Yeah. We were the only ones who were mowing lawns. We were eleven-year-old entrepreneurs. <laughs> you know. And Brian O'Hara is still doing it. He stole it. He yeah. stole it from me. I swear. And I, you know, I see him in my house. He's still doing the, the yard. You know, I come with <laughs> him. He like took the business and he made it into a thing. And I said, but you know, he's a great guy. And uh, yeah, he's a big, big one of the biggest in Hudson Valley. Maybe I'll get him to sponsor the show. But what would be one thing from uh, childhood that you think is dangerous for for your kids now? Oh my gosh! Well, it would definitely involve Chris Colvin. I mean, there's no way, <laughs> I mean, there's no way around it. Um, there's nothing more dangerous than the treehouse. Oh yeah, I remember. Chris and I, I built. remember. I may have nothing. even seen a picture of it. He posted it when Christopher passed away. And nobody yeah, saw right. the photo. Right, right, right. right. We we I put it on Facebook because mm-hmm. it was about 28 feet tall. Okay. It was built from wood from the uh, what's the development behind Sherwood Heights. Sherwood Heights. Oh yeah, that, that Sherwood Heights. We, we would right. wait for it to snow. And then we would go through Edge Hill mm-hmm. into Sherwood Heights. Yeah. And I, I I kid you not, like at you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night in December, January, there'd be seven of us walking with 
four by eight sheets of plywood yep. over our head to build our forts. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And stand buckets of nails. That's right. We'd take the nails, we'd mm-hmm. take anything that was left over that they put in the junk. I remember that we well. It. We built uh, a house between these seven or eight trees in my backyard. Yep. 28 feet tall and it's funny because yeah, I posted on social media you look at it as an adult and it's a death trap yeah. and there's no way around mm-hmm. it I mean I don't know what my parents were thinking <laughs> I don't know what it was just waiting to catch fire but also by the way it was built on trees that were like one inch thick I oh, mean literally okay. I mean, because by the time you get up to 25 feet these trees are just they're just they thin out yeah they're thin mm-hmm. out so you know I'm looking at these pictures and I'm thinking what were my parents they just wanted us out of the house. I, we had, that, yeah, we had our. I don't know how I did this. I was able to convince my parents to let us have it in the backyard, yeah. and you know she wanted to put me in rehab at 13 because we would have these yeah. wild parties. Because back yeah. then a driver's license didn't have a picture, so yeah. we had this one kid, Rich Pesnowski. He was 16, but he looked old enough. So we would all get our money together every week, and we'd buy beer. We had we took an old couch that we got on Junk Day. Remember Junk Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we took an old couch. Took out the uh, the sofa bed part and turned it into a cooler. And there, there used to be a photo, I don't have it anymore, of Fran Dursey holding up the, the lid. And there was like, you know, four cases of beer in there. And none of us were older than 16. Yeah. Well, you that's know. the kind of stuff. I don't have. think we did any yeah. of the drinking, though. Because I, I already no. I came up to kind of like see what was going on. I would walk up the street. And then once I got up there, Christopher would then put um, Sean's dog, Einstein. What kind of dog Einstein? was that? Einstein. I have no idea. It Just was, a big a heap monster. of a dog. 130-pound dog. Yeah, pinned me to the ground. Christopher would laugh and say, go home. You're, you're not welcome here. And Sean's like, just, just let now him hang out. And you could see this treehouse from across the... I mean, you could see it from... It was an I, think, I think that away. Gilly used to look at it from his bedroom. Oh, Gilly is he though. Gilly is he The town made us take this place down. Oh, really? It was like a funeral. You know, it was oh, like, with ours, you know, it was just Jude. No, The town said, this is unsafe. There are nails sticking out of the floor. And there are kids from all over the neighborhood are just inside this place. They made us take it down. But when you look at it, it's pretty clear that someone would have well died. That's awesome. Mine's real quick, just because I used to take my big wheel down to uh, March Field. Um, along with Carolyn on her bike and Christopher on their bike. And we used to go on the swing sets because the Colvin kids, we didn't have our own swing set. And if you remember back in the day, the swing sets were just in the ground. But if you went high enough, you would pull it out. The poles would come out and then we would jump at the top, you know, the highest height when we we're on the swings. Mm. And, you know, you, you try not to bust your ankles, but you, no kids are doing that. Well, these nowadays. were the old A frame metal swing yeah. sets that oh, you would see. Yeah. But now, like, I'm, you've got a couple of kids. Yeah. Uh, I've got the, you know, the, the, the three built fort. Yeah, thing, yeah, the, yeah, the fort things that yeah. my, my father in law invested in. It's like the backyard in. USA. Yeah, so. Uh, the, the IKEA of swing sets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Number five Cousin Crunch, uh, who actually came on Facebook. Uh, he'll only come on Facebook for the Colvin Brothers I show. I lure him with cheese and thoughts of Lewis Chu. BB guns and rock <laughs> fights in the woods. Never shot my eye out, Ralphie, but definitely had a bruised back or buttocks and a concussion or two. That was a he big deal. He gets a lot of concussions. I think he's had 19 concussions. In his I, 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 I'm convinced he's a hemophiliac. That's why we haven't seen him. <laughs> he's, he's a member of the royal family. Number four, Michelle Crino. Oh, so an old friend of mine out in the CT. Oh, you know her. Okay, because yeah. I, I, I couldn't figure out where she was from. Playing the whole day away in the construction site down the street while they were building houses, which ties into what me and Sean were talking about how we would you know go to Sherwood Heights which is now a you know 30 40 year old development but you know if you live there we stole your plywood well across from the Burks house is where they were building all those houses I mean Christopher went over there with our slingshots to kill frogs excellent that's another story but I stepped on a rusty nail and mom brought me to Medicus to get uh, the tetanus shot I beat you to that by about 10 years stepped on one in our a fort in Virginia and I was supposed to be in the school play we we're doing nifty 50 United States it was like 1978 or 9 and I was gonna play Howard Taft because I was just like into the obscure presidents so I was already set up to have a pillow for my chest because he was our heaviest guy and because of the fact that I had just recently stepped on this nail with my left foot I invented the socks and sandals look because on my left foot I had a flip-flop 
Oh, you're responsible. I was, so, I was so bandaged up, I couldn't get a shoe on. So that oh I did the show. That somewhere there is gray reel-to-reel videotape in Dale City, Virginia, of that show. All right, Sean. Number three, we have Christy Joe here. Skateboarded down a steep driveway and then down a steep hill. Sounds like you're going to launch into something not good. I did that with a 10-speed. One of our old friends, JP, who I don't even know if he's still alive, but he gave me a 10-speed without brakes, and I went down Toasty Road. He did that same thing to me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I crashed into a tree. You you look at it and go, though, this is a solid bike, and then you realize when you get on it, there's nothing here. Oh, man. Yeah, you're done. I don't know how I lived. Number two, which could have been our number one answer, Cousin Eric, and we certainly did this growing up because Frank always had a red Toyota. Yes. Riding in the back of a pickup truck, right? Like, actually going on highways in the mm-hmm. back of a pickup truck. No seatbelt, no roof, no nothing. I yeah. remember clear right. as day going over a bump and they might fly out. Martha Road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Tiffany do. Yes. Uh, big closer, Diana and what, how do you pronounce I, this? I would say Apopka. Yeah, sure. In Florida and Helene, our Aunt Helene at Peach Lake. Oh, Peach Lake, baby. I almost killed her three times. Barbara, are you still living over there? Are you buried over there? I'm, I'm buried right underneath your, your, your grandfather died at a Quantacon golf course. Yes. Hole 7. And I'm right there next to him with my ashtray. All right. Well, you know, they recently contacted me about a job. Anyways, place pennies and other coins on the railroad track and stand only three feet away as the train raced by. Did you ever do that? Ooh, now, that, 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 I think that this is like from Because like Elaine is about 15 years older than I am, maybe even more. That's the plot of Stand By Me. That yeah, is, I think that, that was a that 60s a bad thing. Idea. Yeah, yeah, that, that was is. a 60s thing. All right, it's the Golden do. Five, folks. Hi, this is Bryce, and you're listening to the Golden Daughter Show on Z93. I'm going to play a song for Auntie Jen. Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have fun. Aren't these great?
died today. All right, who died today? Who? There's a lot of big deaths. I didn't get to put them all in there because it would be a whole show. Well, well you know, sometimes we need the material. Right. All right, so number one, in 1993, his original name was Harold Jenkins. Okay. American country and rockabilly singer, songwriter, songs like Linda on My Mind, Honky Tonk Heroes. I'm, I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitty. Dies in surgery at age 59. What was it? Surgery? He was yeah. he was young. He yeah. was young. Yeah. yeah. But immortalized on Family Guy. You know who... Now, do you know who Conway Twitty is because he's Conway Twitty or because of Family Guy? Be honest. No, because of who he is. I grew okay. up... My grandmother watched the Grand Ole Opry all the time. Oh, you know, you so, did mention before that you yeah. that you have the same kind of uh, yeah, background yeah. with the I have the, the Brown, same... Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, You get props. How about you, George? I've heard the name, but you have to refresh my memory about who Conway Twitty is. Uh, his biggest song was It's Only Make Believe, which was actually a, a 50s... Uh, you know, an iconic 50s Elvis style song. But um, he did a lot of duets with Loretta Lynn. He was a big, he was about as big a country star as you could have had in the 70s. But I it's think, okay that you don't know him. I think George would enjoy him because George did get into uh, like Linda Ronstadt, Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton in the 80s. So if you go a little further back, I think this might be on one of the CDs you request for me from Christmas time. Yes, George still asked me to make a mix CDs every Christmas. So I will do that for him. I still ask Mikey to make tapes. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. Uh, this gentleman is like the Michael Bublé of back in the day. When I say Michael Bublé, the dude puts out a Christmas album every freaking year. So the gentleman that died in 1999, he was famous for a song called The Velvet Fog. Uh, he was a composer for the Christmas song, and he was on our sister station, still is, every other hour. It's Mr. Go, Mel Torme. I was going to say, it's got to be uh, from that court. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Harry, Anderson's, Fog. Harry Anderson's favorite. Yes, yes, yes. 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 That's how I, that was my entry to, to knowing who Mel Torme was. Well, yes. they're rebooting that since you brought it up. Oh, yeah. no. With yeah. John Larroquette as the judge, right? Yes. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's still the uh, district attorney. Oh, okay. Um, but judge Harry's daughter on the show yeah. is the judge. Every time they reboot one of these shows, whoever is involved in the reboot gets busted or canceled. Like, uh, most recently it was Fred, Sa yep. Fred Savage was another one. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, uh, Just the, happened, yeah. Who was the original Roseanne. Roseanne. Right? And so it was, uh, this they is killed not, her off because they, of it, too. So something's going to happen to John Larroquette. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, there, there's something hidden something. there. But i got to give props where props are due. The Connors is still going strong. Yeah. They, they took uh, What's-Her-Face Peggy from uh, Married with Children. And She's slipped on the her show. right into the role, basically. And it's actually very entertaining and well-written. Yeah. And I love John Goodman, so it's still a solid show. Hey, yeah, look, John Goodman is the go-to guy for the Coen brothers. He's always been okay in my book. And, and they were trying to justify how uh, Jackie fit in still. I don't know how the, she still keeps coming around when her sister's dead and she still keeps coming around the house. Well, she doesn't get those royalty checks from uh, Scream 2 anymore. That's Scream 2? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, people from that show, I, I did a wake-up call on Lisey Gorenson. She, the original Becky. She's on the current. She's back. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was at Vassar College. And you could tell that she stopped acting in between because now she picked it back up again. You're like, oh, it's a little rough. A little rough. <laughs> yeah. But uh, our friend Mel Torme, uh, he died at age 73. Good so. run. Yeah. Number three, American bassist. This was 2002. Dies of a heroin overdose at age 51. Heroin? Yeah. That's awfully old to be doing heroin. Right. So uh, should I give you another clue? If it was a bassist that died of, of cocaine overdose, I would have said John Entwistle, my daughter's favorite member of the Who. But uh, he was not doing smack that day. <laughs> yeah, so his first name is D. I'm out. It's D.D. D. Ramon. Oh, uh, but did you know who D.D. D. Ramon really is? He's a Colvin, isn't he? He's Doug Colvin. All right. Wow, and now I feel bad for not knowing. I didn't know any I didn't know any of us dabbled. Yeah, he was doing some heroin. Oh, oh, oh you know, we're in Texas. You see, we, you know, <laughs> heroin's not a big thing, as, uh, as you might think it is. You know, what we try to do here is opiates. <laughs> I'm leaving Texas alone because every week I say something that should get us kicked off the air, and I just didn't want this to be the week. This is a good show. <laughs> well, our cousins still live out there, so we have to give them some love. Uh, 2004, last one, okay? Actor. Big closer. And the 40th 
President of the United States of America and featured in Genesis's Land of Confusion. Oh, he was featured probably that. Uh, I, I always felt that the monkey was more talented. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, there was a lot of flack that uh, that Genesis took because they thought they were, you know, raining on his parade a little bit, making him seem like he's an inept president type thing. Uh, nobody needed to make him seem <laughs> that. He no, took care of that. He just had to look at Reaganomics to find that out. For those of you that can't figure it out at home, Ronald Reagan, <laughs> who was right. name-checked at uh, Woodstock by John Sebastian before <laughs> they went into Grant Parsons' drugstore truck-driving man. Any uh, Reagan memories? of I mean, You're old enough to have at least I've, been I've, conscious during his... I remember the... Uh, 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 my parents were complaining about bills just as much as they are now, mm-hmm. if not more, to tell you the truth. But he had a good run. He died in 93. Now, let me ask you a question. What came first, Land of Confusion with Genesis or Spit and Image? Because it has to be some kind of correlation. The, the story that I, I, I believe is the case, Phil Collins um, was an insomniac, probably still is, and it saw them on late night TV, wherever mm-hmm. he was, and thought it was so clever that he, he was able to contact the person that created them and said, you know, we'd like to do a video. And because Genesis used it, it blew up. But yeah, they were around. And I remember being aware of it, but Land of Confusion absolutely turned it into what we know. Yeah. All right, we're the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Black Slack. Black Slack. I'm a rare to go When I go places I just don't care You know why You see what I wear Black slacks Take 14 in black slacks Really are king in black slacks Make a cool daddy up When I put them on I'm a rare to go Man, you ought to see me With my turban on I know that you would say He's gone Black slacks Mostly in the head Black slacks Well, that's what I said Black slacks I'm the cat's pajamas Also run around With crazy little mama But a real cool breeze Black slack Black slack Black slack Black slack Black slack Make your cool daddy up When I put them on I'm a rare to go When I put them on I'm a rare to go When I put them on I'm a rare to go Black slack Black slack The Colvin Brothers Podcast. Okay, that's good enough for me. I'm the best. It's family.